I refuse to have an average life. I refuse to have an average business. I refuse to live in poverty. I refuse to go back to the nine to five. I refuse to sit still or be bored. I refuse not to create momentum every single day. I refuse. The Break the Internet Show is all about helping you get to where your entrepreneurial self most desires by using the latest proven internet marketing strategies that are simple but powerful. Let's break some shit, breakers of the internet. Hey there, my name is Dominic Perone, and you are now listening to the Break the Damn Internet Show. Warning, if you're easily offended, just turn this off. But if you are ready for an injection of kick-ass, continue listening. I'm here to give you everything I've learned that helped me kick the 9 to 5 corporate highway to hell. Today, we're talking about how to create momentum for your business with another of my ultimate cheat codes that will get get you to where you want to go. So I just got back from two weeks of hardcore travel. We relaunched our 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 new our our new baby. Our it's called Crate Hackers. Crate Hackers is all about helping DJs organize their music in a very uh, a very efficient way. Um, sounds ridiculous, right? Kind of is ridiculous, but um, we have made something that is not ridiculous, and it's turning turning out to be ridiculous. If that makes any sense. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm gonna the ultimate cheat code that I'm gonna talk about is actually. Uh, the thing that unlocked the success to this. So you're going to have to stick around to find out what that was. Okay. I swear I'll get to it. But uh, we just got back. I just got back from two weeks of travel. The first week was in Nashville relaunching Crate Hackers 2.0. And again, uh, we doubled our membership. Uh, we may, we brought in a lot more energy. I'm not really going to talk about the finances of it, but we, we made a lot of money. Um, which is awesome because we're going to sink those that money and resources back into the program and just keep making it better and better and better and creating exactly what our members are asking for. Now, uh, so we, we had a lot of people take us up on, we had over 800 people become Crate Hackers. We had over 250 people become add-on, a $10 a month add-on for the Jason Janai VIP crates, which, um, you know, wasn't even a thing a week out of the launch, but I talked to Jason. He wanted to be in on it. He knew Crate Hackers 2.0 was happening and we figured out, you know, a cool, sexy offer that, that our current members would want. And then our new members would want. So that added on really great recurring revenue and added on more to the sexiness of Crate Hackers. And then we also packaged in Record Cloud with it for an additional 1250 a month. And we had over almost 200 people take us up on that. And then we also pitched out the DJ's vault. So guys, if you are not doing upsells and downsells after your, your initial sale, like all we did was sell people on crate hackers 2.0, $25 a month program. And then, you know, we did talk about record cloud and we did talk a little bit about Jason Janai, but, and, but we didn't really, we, we wanted them to at least become crate hackers and, uh, otherwise they were going to get confused and, and dispersed, right? Confused buyers always say no. But right after they they became crate hackers, they started to buy all this other stuff, which was awesome because it's going to give them a more three-dimensional, four-dimensional almost experience with, with their current crate hackers. But man, we, we just did a lot of things right. Um, we really created a lot of momentum, which is what I want to talk about. So when you guys are doing a big promotion... Um, I like to call this a campaign. Steve, Stephen J. Larson, one of my favorite marketer guys that I learned from, talks about, you know, campaigns create pressure and noise, right? And so that's what we did with this launch. Uh, we, two weeks out, four weeks out, I drove up to Raleigh. 
We had a big meeting, me, Joe, and Aaron Trailer, the co-founders of uh, Crate Hackers, and also shout out to Meredith, who was there too, who's on a part of our team. And we shot uh, a bunch of videos, and I realized, hey, this one video, this 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 uh, it became a parody of the office space printer scene where they're all like taking out a printer and beating the shit out of it. We created something like that, and I was like, dudes, we should run this as a trailer leading up to webinar week, which we had a bunch of, we had three different ads we were going to run on webinar week. And this turned out to be a good thing, a very good thing. It created a lot of pressure and noise and excitement. Okay. You guys got to build hype. This, this world is so fucking boring that people need to know something exciting is happening. That something cool is coming. (laughs) Uh, And you need to like, you owe it to people to create hype right? Um, with my earrings, uh, my earring company, we just broke $15,000 in sales. And one of the things that we're doing is we're launching the new colors for Empress U. We've got green earrings. We've got purple earrings. We've got silver looking ear. They're really white gold, but we'll just say that they're like a silver color. Um, and one of the things I'm doing is I'm teasing people. I'm teasing the crap out of them. I'm saying, Hey, we're going to be releasing these new colors soon. But if you want to see them now, jump into my Facebook group, right? Um, I love, I love getting people into a Facebook group. Anyway, that's a whole nother topic, but you can, you can get really creative about this kind of stuff. Like, Hey, do you want a sneak peek or a first look at the new emerald, you know, uh, Empress U colors jump into my Facebook group? Why am I, why do I want them in my Facebook group? Because they become a community. I have over 150 people in my Facebook group now for Empress U. I'm going to be surveying them to an inch of their lives on all the new jewelry pieces that they want and asking for their their feedback to help us create new products. I'm never I never start this is a new rule which should have been a rule from the from day 1 but don't ever do any marketing campaign or any promotional piece without survey results backing it. And damn it, I just gave you the secret. This was the ultimate cheat code that is going to unlock a lot of momentum for your business. It's surveying It's a super sexy word. I know, right? Surveys. Oh yeah. You want to take a survey, baby? Of course not. (laughs) And this is a funny thing. I know you guys are thinking, what? I never take surveys. Like I don't waste my time with that shit. Well, guess what? It doesn't matter what you think about that. Okay. People love taking quizzes, questionnaires, surveys, whatever you want to call them. This is what you need to do to unlock the momentum for your business and for your life. Okay. Beginning of February, 2019, I was uh, launching, me and Joe had decided to work together. I was just starting to launch what became the DJ's vault. And honestly, I promised Joe the world. <laughs> and I really I really hadn't had like too much success in the internet marketing space, but I was like, dude, this guy's an influencer. I need to make sure I do a good job for this guy, right? So what was my solution? Surveys, questions, um, questionnaires, okay? I basically took his email list and I gamified it. I said, hey, if you guys take this this survey, I'm, we're going to raffle off some prizes, right? Luckily, I got over 250 search results, excuse me, survey results, and I found out very important information, okay? When you're doing internet marketing, you have to have a, uh, a specific message for a specific person, okay? And I'm gonna give you an example. So when I surveyed the DJ's vault, uh, what became the members of the DJ's vault, I found out there are three very important groups. There are part-time DJs who kind of have, who generally have like a full-time job. There are full-time DJs who just went full-time. They don't necessarily have people working for them though. And, but they're thinking about it. 
and then there's multi-op DJs. So those are people who are have people that work for them, okay? And guess what? All three of these people have different hopes, dreams, and desires. That's one of my favorite survey questions to ask people, by the way. I say, hey, this is corny, but I really want to know, what are your hopes, dreams, and desires for your wedding, for your mobile DJ company, for your DJing, for your tra- your your fitness, your health, okay? It's a great question. It, it's like, this is corny, but I want to know your, your what are your hopes, dreams, and desires? That's, that's actually a Dominic Perone original. Um, you will get juicy information on for that. If you can ask people nothing else, like, okay, what do I, okay, surveys, Dominic, I got it. So what should I ask people? Ask them, what are your, this is corny, but we really want to know, what are your hopes, dreams, and desires for your wedding, for your business, for your whatever it is that you're surveying about, right? You're going to get a real, a ton of juicy information. Okay. I lost my, my train of thought. Oh, I'm so excited about that question that, um, and all the juice that you're going to get from that. Anyway. So I literally lost my train of thought. Let me think, let me think. Oh yeah. So we found out the three, the three different types of people. And guess what? I made three different videos that, um, spoke to those, those three different groups of people. Okay. So guaranteed your audience is composed up of at least two to three, maybe four different groups out of those three different groups. You need to segment them. You need to segment the shit out of them. That's why I always ask for when I'm giving away, um, lead magnets for that audience, for the DJ's vault audience. I always ask, Hey, what's your name? What's your email? What's your phone number? And are you a part-timer, a full-timer or a multi-op? Um, internet marketing software is so advanced now that first of all, you can segment your people, right? As a part-timer and segmenting means like to sort them into buckets of people. But now what I can do is say, Hey, they're a part-timer. Good. Okay. Send them this email sequence. Hey, they're, they're uh, a full-timer. Good. They probably are interested in more sales related stuff. Part-timers I found out are more interested in marketing to get more gigs. Full-timers are more interested in in sales to get higher prices. And multi-ops are interested in hiring people, okay? So that's their main concerns for each of those three groups. If I had tried to create one sales video for the DJ's vault or for anything to try to sell all three groups at one time, major mistake, major, major, major mistake, super major mistake. You have to have crafted um, messages for people, okay? So let's just take brides as an example, right? Um, You have... Um, you know, bride chillas, as I like to call them, like, or as the industry calls them. So those are like the chill brides who just want, they just want a a wedding reception. Nothing, nothing big, nothing spectacular. Okay. You could have a message for that. There's bride chillas who still want an epic wedding experience. Those are the, those are the brides that we love to work with. The, the, that me and my brother like to work with. These are the brides who they just want, they, they've never planned a wedding before. Generally, they just want to, they want to have something special. They want to party with their friends and family, but they want something special for the ceremony and for the reception. And they just want to go big. Right. And they're not, and they're, and they're going to trust the professionals. Then you have the bridezillas, right? And those are people that we want to segment out and we do not want to talk to them. We do not want to sell them. We are not interested. Okay. Um, with you, with you guys who are doing coaching, you're going to find that there are people who, have big dreams, but are not coachable. You must segment them out and you must get rid of them because they're going to suck the life out of you. Okay. (laughs) Unfortunately. Okay. So 
let's see. Let me talk about some other examples of how I'm doing this. Okay, so so we had a lot of success with crate hackers, and the the reason we had success is because I surveyed the shit out of these people. We surveyed our current members to find out what they loved and what they didn't love about crate hackers 1.0, so that we could fix it ahead of crate hackers 2.0. And then I surveyed all over again as part of my as part of my um, as part of the pre-launch, as I like to call it, the trailer that that the week before webinar week. Webinar week, we spent, we spent, we ran three different ads to get people onto our training. And we spent like over, like almost five, really $5,000, $6,000 to promote that webinar. And then for the remainder of the five days, we spent another $4,000. That's probably why you guys saw a lot of our ads for any of you DJs listening. It was super awesome, super successful, but we created a lot of noise. People knew something was happening. Okay. And that's, that is where a lot of people make mistakes. Okay. Just sending out an email about your launch or your webinar ain't going to do it, man. It's just not. It's a fart in the wind of the online space. You have to dominate that. Okay. And the, the reason we could sell, we could spend so much money on on ads is because we have a funnel. Okay. That's a, that's a whole other topic. Anyway, we don't just have a website. We have a funnel and it's converting. And every dollar we put into Facebook, we, we're getting at least a dollar out and we are happy with that. Okay. But again, Ahead of the launch, that webinar week, we did this trailer, and a part of the trailer was to go, I, I literally posted the trailer to a, a Facebook business page, and I did that because I could embed that Facebook video into um, into a into a web page. And so what I did is I actually sent all of my traffic, not to Facebook, I sent all of my email traffic to, to, to watch this new trailer video, right, this new funny video, and I sent them to a web page where I could pixel them. A pixel is a tracking code that Facebook and Instagram uses to find when someone, you know, goes to your website. And that's how people, that's how companies, after you visited a website, start to track you down and show you other, other ads. So I sent them to a website to watch that video embedded into a web page. And I said, number one, watch this video, like, comment, and share. And they could do that through the embed feature. And then uh, number two was uh, grab this free PDF. Boom. Okay, so I gave, and that's how I generated leads. And we gave away um, basically an outline of what the webinar training was going to cover. Then on the thank you page, I said, hey, um, if, if you want more entries to this contest, we were basically doing a giveaway, like watch, watch, like, comment, and sh- and subscribe to this video, um, grab this PDF, and then take this survey, and we're going to enter you in for into a contest to win prizes, okay? And we had over 200 plus people take our music organization sucks survey, okay? <laughs> um, that's another thing is I would suggest naming your surveys something funny, like coronavirus sucks survey, right? Send that out to your brides and grooms. And, uh, and, and people will take it, people will take it. I had over 200, you know, I had over 350 leads generated just from that one, this one, like pre hype video. And then 200 people took the survey. It's crazy. People love answering questions and surveys. Okay. I'm going to give you guys some other questions. I've been blabbering on. I hope you're sold on the importance of surveys. I'm going to give you guys just some other examples of things that you want to ask in your survey. I'm going to do a whole YouTube video on this shortly. Um, But certainly what you want to know at the beginning is, you know, how would you best describe yourself? Are you a part-time business owner, a full-time, you know, whatever, right? And just think think to all the people that you currently serve and, and how you can segment those people. 
Okay. Some other questions I love to ask are, um, you know, what is your income goal? What is your goal for your company? What is your goal for your wedding? Okay. How would accomplishing that goal transform your family, life, and business? Okay. So I literally, on a new survey I'm asking, I ask, what is your income goal for your company in 2021? Or if you're in the health space, shout out to a special girl that's listening. Uh, what is your <laughs> what is your health goal for your company in 2021? Good. How would accomplishing this health goal transform your family, life, and business? And I'm getting really good stuff. This one person says, I would be able to purchase a home for my family. Uh, some people say I would be able to, to um, have or to buy better equipment. Okay, this is not the health question. This is me asking a bunch of DJs. What is your income goal for 2021? And how would accomplishing this goal transform your family, life, and business? I would be able to complete some projects. Uh, this would be fun money. This would allow me to take my family out on a vacation. Okay, so as soon as you feel that emotional, like I just felt some emotion just reading that, like, oh my God, that's so amazing. Yeah, this person says, able to work less, spend more time with family. God, dude. That is why people become a DJ's vault member. They, you know, like we are going to help you spend more time with your family. Okay. In the health arena, uh, what is your health goal for yourself in 2021? How would this accomplish, you know, how would this goal transform your, your health, right? How would this transform your life? People might say, uh, it would make me just feel more confident about myself it would give me more energy to play with my grandchildren. Boom. Now we're on the, these, these are the things that you want to market to, if that makes sense. Right. Um, okay. Here's some other questions. What is the most challenging thing about blank for you and your business right now? Um, how does blank make you feel right? Like how does sales make you feel? How does, how does being unhealthy make you feel? I want to know like their deeper, deepest innermost desires <laughs> and, and nightmares. Okay. Um, here's a really good one. Th these two are, are a must. What is the number one internal barrier you have to charging more, making more sales and being a better salesperson? What is the number one internal? So as an example here, I'm trying to find, is it a confidence thing? Is it a know-how thing? Is it a charisma thing? just to give you another example, what is the number one internal barrier to you having an amazing wedding to, to planning the perfect wedding, right? Is it example, stress levels? Is it just not knowing what to do? Is it confusion? Okay. I'm trying to find the internal thing that's keeping them from really enjoying the process of planning a wedding. Because then the next thing I'm going to ask for is the external barrier. What is the number one external barrier you have to accomplishing this goal that you, that you, you know, want, right? Is it objections from clients? So I asked, what is the number one external barrier you have to making more sales, charging higher prices and being a better salesperson? What is the number one external barrier to having a, a, a more epic wedding? What is the number one external barrier to you having the perfect wedding to, to having the perfect health? Okay. Now we're getting external barriers like economy, money, competition. Okay. Market pricing, COVID, time. Good, good. Now I can figure out how to help people solve that problem with Crate Hackers, with the DJ's vault, with my, my wedding business, with my health business. Okay. What is the number one objection you have to the most trouble handling right now? How has the pandemic and economy influenced your sales? 
How has the pandemic and economy influenced your wedding planning? How has the pandemic and economy influenced your health? All right, see how you can get really juicy information here? Um, when people sign on to your business, another great question I found uh, through Ryan LeVay, who I learned a lot of my surveying stuff through, is um, what, what was happening in your business that made you decide to join my program? Okay, so you can even create post like after people sign up for your service, you want to ask them like, why did you join this? Because that is another source of ju juicy information. That's the next survey that I'm going to going to send out to crate hackers. Um, like all the guys that that joined, you know, what what made you decide to join? That is going to give you really great information. Okay, guys. So had it not been for this, the, the surveying and the questionnaires and really, really what it boils down to is you have to understand your ideal person. You don't want to understand everybody. I mean, you do want to understand everybody, but you need to understand, understand your ideal buyer. Okay. And for the DJ's vault, it's part-time, uh, part-timers who are trying to go full-time. These are the guys that are the hungriest people trying to become, uh, trying to become full-time and trying to become those multi-op owners. These are the guys we love to serve. We found out a lot of the multi-op people, the guys who own, who have multiple DJs working for them, a lot of them think they know it all. A lot of them are not coachable. These aren't, you know, we love you guys, but you're not the ideal candidate for the DJ's vault. That's why we, a lot of our messaging is about, hey, you want to get, get rid of that shitty day job that is sucking the life out of you? Good. You can create a mobile DJ business. Yes, you can survive COVID. We're going to teach you how. You know, of course, they're going to be interested. That That's their innermost desires. Does that make sense? So you have to understand your ideal customer and their hopes, dreams, and desires, their nightmares, their fears, the internal, external barriers that they're running into, and how you, you know, what, and basically how you can help them, right? But understanding all of those things that I just that I just covered is going to help you come up with the perfect offer, with the perfect program, with the perfect coaching. Whew, man, I just gave you guys a lot of juice, a lot of juice. I that's this is a, a big part of my success. I cannot say enough about uh, this particular cheat code. It is a game changer. Um, do not ever think that you know all about your audience. I still am surprised about what I learned from my audience and what they're, what they're, how I can better serve them. So thank you guys for listening. If you're enjoying this podcast, please uh, give me a review on wherever the fuck you do that on, <laughs> on, on uh, Apple podcasts, on Spotify, on wherever you're listening. I appreciate you guys so much. If you have any questions about this, please let me know. I'll see you next time. Peace. Create momentum. Go, go do it.